Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's the CEO and co-founder of Ash. It's David Stein. David, your website is poweredbyash.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Well, what, what a, an amazing or uh, you know, uh, just I mean, kind of the stuff that you write stories about uh, the past few years. Um, and we'll get into why that's, well, people, I think people are going to understand this pretty quickly. What is Ash? Yeah, yeah. So we we are an at home uh, diagnostic testing platform. So we partner with uh, providers, hospital systems, public health departments, uh, universities to turn on self testing programs through at home testing kits. And you know, consumers want to do the at home thing lately. I'm not sure why, but uh, <laughs> it's become a thing. <laughs> Absolutely. I, you know, COVID uh, generally has been a blessing for us in that not only consumers, right, you know, the whole kind of uh, value chain of the different stakeholders that, you know, are involved in healthcare delivery um, have moved to at home in, uh, you know, virtual or remote kind of delivery. And so, Everyone from the consumers wanting to do it from home to the providers or clinicians saying, no, don't come in to the payers being like, we'll reimburse for those types of um, visits. Uh, Everyone's moved over to it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, again, the, the model, uh, give us the kind of the, the the story, right? Because Ash, you started well, I'll let you explain uh, how you started and how you evolved uh, to meet the demands of the market. Absolutely. Yeah. So we launched about two and a half years ago. Well, yeah, two and a half years ago um, as a direct consumer at home testing company for sexually transmitted infections, um, exclusively at the time focused on the LGBTQ plus or queer community. Um, with the hopes of making sexual health and wellness more inclusive and accessible. And as we launched, COVID hit. And so we were trying to sell at-home STI testing kits to a nation that was being told to socially distance and not touch one another, which proved to be a little bit of an obstacle um, in selling those types of kits. And so out of that kind of came you know, our pivot to the B2B side and selling directly to providers, hospital systems, universities, public health departments, et cetera, in that we realized, look, we had built everything from the infrastructure, the relationships, the platform and the technology to power at-home testing programs. Um, And 
in a pandemic that was keeping, you know, clinicians and providers from bringing their patients in in person, we could help them turn on uh, the remote kind of diagnostic testing part of it. And so we pivoted to the B2B side. We, you know, retired our direct consumer brand and exclusively started to work with uh, providers to turn on those types of programs. And in the last two years, we've partnered with over 20 different types of enterprise organizations to turn on at-home testing. Yeah. Well, let's talk about those uh, those use cases, right? Who your who was your first? Um, you know, as you're again kind of seeing the opportunity here. Um, how did you? How did you? I don't want to say pivot, but how did you mm-hmm. adapt uh, to that opportunity? Absolutely. Yeah. I well, I think you know part of it was luck and timing. <laughs> um, we were in the right place at the right time, having you know, had kind of the time prior to build everything needed to just launch it. Um, And in terms of like adaptation to, you know, the B2B side of things, I think, well, two things. One is like the discipline of building our own direct consumer brand meant that we could go and work with um, these existing D2C companies and really understand who they were what they wanted, what they needed and all that kind of stuff and really service um, their offerings. And I, and that discipline and kind of like starting ground, uh, I think was the key to our success. And so our first few clients were D to C kind of startups or brands that wanted to turn on at-home testing programs. From there, we kind of graduated to more digital health companies where I think the offering was mostly the same, but the sales cycle was very different and how you sell to them and, and kind of how you structure those contracts. And now we're getting into more like the enterprise areas. So big health systems, payers, um, major kind of, uh, what's the word? Um, enhanced primary care offerings, et cetera, that, uh, you know, are serving millions of patients. And again, I think the offering changes a little bit. Um, but for the most part, it's really the sales cycle and how you sell to them, how you structure those contracts, how you get through it. Yeah. Uh, which do you like better, B2C or B2B? <laughs> <laughs> B2B, without a doubt. Uh, you're I'm not about. alone, my friend. It's, it's a... <laughs> It's it's a whole. What's your like? If someone had to just ask you that generally in front of a crowd, yeah. like how would you describe the lifestyle of being the CEO founder of a B two B company versus B two C? Again, just very generically, yeah. high level. Yeah, I look. I think on the B two C side, um, it's it, in my opinion, it's a lot harder of a game. With, you know, selling to one person on Instagram, Facebook, Google, Instagram, whatever, um, is expensive, costly, and, and just hard to do. And, and marketing is a really hard game versus selling to an organization where you're, you're B2B to C. You're selling to them to basically give to their users, their patients, their customers. It's a lot easier. And I think the, the you know, on the B2C side, you're speaking to millions of individuals on the B2B side, you're speaking to a couple of decision makers and you can learn the talk a lot quicker and and understand kind of how to do those repeatable sales cycles. 
Yeah. Um, and certainly the opportunity now uh, for Ash Wellness, imagine now that you're speaking to a group of investors. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and uh, uh, get, tell us the uh, about the uh, kind of the opportunity that is imminent and lies ahead over the next couple of years for, for Ash. Absolutely. So we view ourselves as, you know, a technology company first. And so we're building all the middle orchestration kind of layer to um, connect all the endpoints that power at-home healthcare. And for us, we started in diagnostics. Diagnostics is a great gateway for individuals into healthcare to do a test to understand kind of where they lie on a spectrum of different kind of, uh, you know, diseases or, or kind of uh, disease states, et cetera. Um, but we truly believe diagnostics is just the beginning. And we're building this platform and we're building this technology to power all things at home healthcare, uh, be it devices, be it wraparound technology services that enable this end to end continuum of care as healthcare moves into the home. And I think, you know, there's no doubt really, I don't have to make this argument to investors anymore that healthcare yep. is moving into the home. It's not going back to traditional healthcare settings, be it hospitals, clinics or whatever. Um, and we'll continue to move that way because I, you know, on top of um, consumers wanting it, it also expands access and inclusivity. And why is, to talk about that a little bit for someone who might not be aware Mm-hmm. Um, as to why providing in-home services, at-home services, increases accessibility. Absolutely. Um, and and I, it's not lost on me that it's not immediately apparent to someone who's not in this space every day. Um, mm-hmm. But when you think about it, right, if you are a hourly wage worker, working nine to five at, you know, a Chipotle and you, a doctor orders a, or orders lab work to be done at a Quest or LabCorp in-person blood draw. And so you're looking for an appointment. You have to get to that appointment, pay for that transportation, uh, take time off work to do so where you're not getting paid um, to be able to go to that appointment. And if you're willing to take that time off, if you have the time off and you're skipping kind of the ability to earn those wages in that time, it's nine to five that that clinic is open. And so um, just that alone, right? You know, being able to physically get to those appointments, uh, have the ability to take time off work. Um, If you have children, pay for childcare, et cetera, it makes it very inaccessible. And it's hard for... Uh, you know, it's hard for the most privileged person who has everything they absolutely need and want to get to those types of appointments and then, you know, zoom out to um, kind of people who are hourly wage workers. It's it doing, no. allowing for people to access healthcare in the places that are convenient for them, most comfortable for them makes it a lot more accessible and inclusive. And ultimately on, you know, the highest of levels, the hopes is that the long-term health outcomes are better because people actually get the care they need and are more adherent to fulfilling kind of the clinician's orders. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just thinking about, uh, you know, the timeline, 
you know, early detection is mm-hmm. like, you know, we think about, you know, think about the impact uh, if early detection of unknown underlying um, conditions are discovered earlier. Think of the dramatic impact to healthcare costs nationally, internationally. Uh, you know, again, if we just make this super commonplace, right? You know, just any you know any at-home test that can be done. Let's make that easier. Let's make that more affordable, um, more convenient. You know, for you know, even people like me, like I can't even get my butt to the dentist because I'm exactly. like, I'm working. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'm, like, I'm I'd have to you. take a half day off work. Yep, I, exactly. You know, there's cost it's to that. Yep. Yep. And, and I think too, you know, it, uh, it boggles my mind when I zoom back to the beginning of the pandemic and, you know, media kind of across the country in every type of media situation was, explaining what uh, COVID was, what, how, how to get tested, where to get tested, what mm, asymptomatic yeah. infection. And, um, and truly, I mean, did a service for us in that it educated the general public into why we should be getting tested regularly, um, what asymptomatic infection is, and why you need to do this type of surveillance testing to patch things earlier. And it's not just COVID, as you said, it's uh, the ability to test and diagnostics, as I said before, yeah. being the gateway into healthcare um, is now no longer, you know, kind of a novel idea. It's, it's common knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. Okay. So who should be reaching out? Who should be connecting with Ash? Uh, or uh, again, you know, folks listening you know, they may know someone that needs to have gotten connected with you a while ago because you're yeah. going to make, again, you're solving a big problem here. Absolutely. Uh, so who needs, who do we need to send your way? Absolutely. So we, I'd say our sweet spot as a um, remote diagnostics platform is uh, provider organizations, companies, you know, hospital systems, universities, public health departments, et cetera, who want to scale at-home testing programs. So they have a population of patients, users, customers, whatever you want to call them, who are candidates for at-home testing, be it for sexual health, hormone health, heart health, diabetes, whatever it may be, we can do over 150 different types of tests from home. Um, And they want to scale a major program. They're ready to kind of... um, you know, connect the last piece in this puzzle of telemedicine. So a lot of the partners that come to us have turned on video visits. They can, um, you know, complete kind of the care continuum up until it comes to diagnostics where they say, hey, David, now we want you to go on a quest or lab core in-person blood draw and do this diagnostic so I can have this data to provide care, to provide follow-up treatment, mm. to prescribe medication. And 30 to 40% of those um, quest or lab core in-person blood draws go unfulfilled. So if you're having that problem, um, reach out to us. And then I'd say the second major area where we're uh, you know, specialized in and we've had incredibly successful programs is reaching communities that um, I guess, you know, the best way to put it are typically underserved or left out of um, healthcare. And so we've worked with a number of public health departments, 
um, queer or LGBTQ plus uh, digital health companies uh, focused on or and or focused on black Latinx kind of communities that are normally left out of healthcare. And we, you know, have developed kind of this platform and system that makes it easy for people to access um, the diagnostic part of it and get through that care continuum. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I would say beyond that, I love uh, what I'm good at personally is talking to people about how we make healthcare more accessible and inclusive. And uh, truly, we're always learning and looking to find people who are equally as passionate about that. David Stein, uh, again, CEO and co-founder of Ash, your website, poweredbyash.com. David, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.